When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You are watching the SIG Podcast, Recruits Draftcast. Now, today, the SIG Podcast has a bit of a different meaning, more literally, because both Grant and I are feeling under the weather. You might be able to pick it up with our voices. Uh, <laughs> we had some tough nights, but guess what? We persevere, we go through, and we could not miss the opportunity to chat with Willie Desjardins. We're going to get him on in just a moment. We're also going to be touching on our Habs Prospect of the Week, Prospect of the Week, and riser of the week so without further ado let's get started turn up your volume because you're about to listen to the sick podcast recruits draft cast and with the first overall selection in the 2023 nhl draft the chicago blackhawks are very proud to select from the Regina Pats, the Western Hockey League, Connor Bedard. The sickest NHL draft and scouting podcast. It's going to be sick. As always, I am your host, producer Shane, joined by the magnificent Grant McCagg. Now, Grant, the last few days for us have been a bit of a challenge. We didn't even know if we were going to be able to, to get on screen today. So how are you feeling? Uh, yeah, I'm... I think I'm on the rebound finally. It took about 10 days. I, I, I made a trip to Montreal and sick ever since. So I don't know if that's a sign of something to stay away from, you know, more Royale or not. But uh, yeah. yeah, I'm finally on the rebound. But uh, I'm, I'm glad to hear that you could. Uh, it was nip and tuck whether you could do this. So glad you glad you gutted it out and you're here. That's it. I had a... I'll... A long night's sleep, and and you know what? I couldn't miss this. I'm really, really excited. I was happy when you you sent us an email saying you got Willie Desjardins as a guest. So without further ado, I mean, let's not waste any more time. The head coach and GM of the Medicine Hat Tigers, we bring in Willie Desjardins. Willie, thank you for taking the time to chat with us. How are you today? Hopefully better than us. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm good, guys. Uh, no, thanks for having me on. Fantastic. Yeah, it's. Uh, I don't know if you're a CCR fan, Willie, but... Uh, you know, I'm reminded of Willie and the poor boys with the way we're we're feeling right now. <laughs> oh, you guys are looking pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Uh, yeah, so Medicine Hat Tigers are first currently in the Eastern Conference of the WHL with a record of 11-5-2. I'm, praise, I'm praising the team right now, okay? You guys are off to a hot start, obviously led by uh, two draft-eligible eligible players in Caden Lindstrom and Andrew Basha, but also, I mean, we're going to be talking about him, of course, Gavin McKenna, who is Connor Bedard's cousin. There's already, already talk about him being, you know, the first overall pick in 2026. He is still only 15, right? Turning 16 in December. Um, so Grant, where do you want to start with this? Uh, well, I mean, you heard that uh, little clip there at the start, you know, uh, with the first overall pick, the uh, Chicago Blackhawks pick Connie, Connor Bedard. Did they make the right choice, Willie, or what? <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know all the other guys. Uh, Bedard's a heck of a person, not just a really good hockey player. Uh, he's sure focused on being a player. 
so he's going to keep developing. Um, it was pretty incredible what he did at World Juniors, though. Like that was a pretty wow. special performance. Oh my God! Speaking of uh, World Juniors, there's uh, the under seventeen World Junior Challenge is going on right now, and uh, I believe we've got a clip of uh, your um, uh, hot shot, uh, Gavin McKenna. Uh, scored a scored a nice goal, a pretty important goal yesterday. And um, I mean, the U.S. is the big rival, right? Yeah. Did you see this? I did. That was a heck of a shot, eh? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> you can see the water bottle jump. So, yeah, he's uh, he's pretty special. They they you know it's it's a tough tournament. Every team's so good. Like you, internationally now, you just don't realize how good everybody is. And uh, mm. you know those moments are pretty special moments. He's, uh, I mean, he's a 50, he's 15 still, right? At this point, playing, uh, playing in the U17. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty He came into, like, he played some games with us last year at 14, like when he, because he's a late birthday. So, start of the year, he's 14. Um, and then it was late in the year. We were on a pretty good playoff run. Like, we we're in, our conference was pretty tough. We had a, Five yeah. games left, and I brought him in, and I didn't know if he could really help us. I thought he might be able to help us on the second power play unit, like I was thinking he might, because he's he's young. It is different when you get to the end of the year than the start of the year, and uh, he led our team in scoring from when we brought him into the end of the year. So it's that's <laughs> yeah, it's pretty amazing. Like really, it's amazing. So uh, he's yeah. a pretty special athlete. So how many is there a limit on the amount of games that he could have played last year? Well, there was, um, there was 10, but okay. then if guys are away at like the U17s, uh, you can replace them with somebody. So he came in and played games then. And then you can also, once the season's finished for that team, then he can come and play with you. So once his season finished, then we were able to call him up and, and okay. he can come with us full time after that. Well, I was doing a little researching and uh, your top pick in the uh, 2023 Bantam draft, Liam Ruck. Yeah. Um, he's got 10 goals in four games in, in U18 prep. Uh, <laughs> he's leading, he's leading the entire, like the nation in goals and points. He's got 17 points in four games and he's playing against 17 year olds and he's 15. So you got another one on the way, don't you? Yeah. It's funny. Cause he's got a twin brother. Eh? There's, there's, yeah. there's the two racks <laughs> to play together. Yeah, both unbelievable, and they're even better when they're together than apart. Um, they're a little bit like the Sedins that way. Like they're they're pretty special together. So we'll see where it goes. They're still a long ways away, but uh, yeah, they put up some good numbers so far. But I would suspect he's going to get some uh, some games with you this year too. Yeah, we're hoping he will. Um, it, it's always tough because they got their own schedule they're going through. Uh, it was interesting. With it was a bit easier for Gavin because. Uh, you know, he played close to us, so we were able to get him in. Uh, the Rocks are out in BC, so it's a little harder to get him in when we need him. But he could have came. He could have played, I guess, while uh, Gavin was away at the U17. Yeah, he? we wanted him, but he—they he, just had their challenge, so he just missed being with his team, and his team really needed him. Uh, we wanted him to come in, but his team really needed him, so we'll <laughs> stay there. And four four points a game. Yeah, they needed him. Man. <laughs> yeah, um, he said okay. <laughs> and what's his uh what's his uh height and weight right now just curious oh uh, he wouldn't be he'd be 510 maybe 100 maybe 150 pounds 160 pounds he's not big uh, 
but big enough frame that he'll he'll, yeah. he'll turn into a pretty good player for sure. How, how tall is the old man? <laughs> um, not not he'd be about so. Yeah, I don't know if he'd be six. He'd be five eleven maybe. So hopefully in that we got well, another. Well, my, my scout says the size comes from the mom, so that's my oh, okay. tells me so. So so. Uh, you know, I don't know. So I don't know how much he's got left to grow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I imagine he was at, he gets to come to training camp. He was, yeah, at he was at camp, had a good camp. Um, he's, they're really good family, like really grounded. Um, you know, they don't ask for anything. They, they're really grounded family. So they've been really good for us. And uh, McKenna, um, I mean, is the hype uh, justified on, on this kid or what? It's always so hard when you're that young. Like it's yeah. you're so far away from from playing. Um, but I said last year what he came in and did with us last year, I didn't think was possible. I didn't think mm -hmm. he could. I thought he could help us maybe a little bit. I never thought he could do that well. You know, he's 16 this year, and, and um, well, he's 15 right now, and he's leading our team in scoring uh, before <laughs> he left. So obviously, he's he's pretty special because we have. We, and you're going to talk about our guys. We have some other high-end guys. Yeah, those guys aren't high-end, but he was leading the team in scoring when he left. That's it. Yeah, twenty points in four. I mean, twenty points in fourteen games at not even sixteen yet. You know, when yeah. when I was his age, I was learning algebra. Are you kidding me? Yeah. That's 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 absurd. You know, yeah. it, it's. I think the hype on the ice is definitely warranted. But I'm curious to know a little bit more off the ice. How is he handling? you know, that hype, that pressure around him. You know, it's interesting. Some guys just, it doesn't seem, it, I don't know if they've grown up with it because they've been so good their whole life that mm. it's just the way it is um, and how much attention he's got. But it doesn't seem to be a factor to him. Um, you know, like it, uh, and that's what was impressive about Bedard is how great he played in the big situations. And and so you always wait to see how guys are going to do. Like, um but he doesn't seem to be bothered, and, and he has lots of confidence in his ability. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty impressive. Well, I mean, we'd be remiss not to talk about uh, Caden. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's, you know, this is a draft uh, show, and um, he's just, uh, I mean, did I don't know if you saw the uh, the playoff, the medal round games of the of the Halenka tournament or not, but I thought yeah. that Caden really stepped up big and, uh, and, and he was on that third line and just, uh, they really drove the play. And I thought he was, uh, he was excellent at that tournament. And, um, did you, did you get to see, uh, did yeah, you I, see? Watched, I watched it. Um, it was interesting cause he played U 17s and he was a real late guy to get picked on that team at U 17 level, um, before like really late. Um, you know, and, and, and the U18s too, like, you, you know, where he was on the lineup, like he wasn't, he wasn't that high. No, he didn't come in as a top, top guy that people were expecting that he's on such a trajectory right now. It's unbelievable how, how much he's growing. Uh, that tournament really helped his confidence. Like he felt good coming out of it, I think, but he's, uh, he's just grown so much. It's, it's incredible how, how quickly he's developed. Are you, uh, I mean, I've got him, I've got him top five now. I just, you know, a six, four center with, I think 30 to 40 goal NHL potential with his speed, with his, uh, physical, uh, you know, makeup, 
he, he you know he can play a physical game um i don't know that he's going to be an elite playmaker but i mean just that alone uh when you look back at in the past nhl teams six four center that can skate and produce you know that can be that, that that projects to be a top two center if everything comes together are you uh what's the buzz you're hearing from the nhl scouts well there's quite a bit of attention they certainly like he's caught people off guard a little bit i think um but there's lots of attention on him um and the thing about him is, is he's a little bit mean like he's not just a playmaking guy like he's got a He's got another side to him too, um, yeah, and not like he like super good person and and not cheap or anything like that. But but he plays hard, um, <clears throat> so he, he does. He can bring another element as well, uh, you know, to his game. How would you say he's? How is he at, as far as playmaking goes? Do you do you think that, the, uh, he, that he's uh, got good vision? Yeah, it is. The thing that was funniest about him last year is he would make some unbelievably high-end plays. Like, I mean, like, just so high-end. And then he wouldn't make some other ones that, you know, you'd think he could have made. But it was, <laughs> but there was, there was plays there, like, in him. And it's just, it was more confidence and things like that. Just, I don't know whatever it was. But, uh, but he certainly has the ability to make high, high-end plays, passes a puck hard. Um, you know, so it, and it, it's come along, like, things that, you know, he didn't do last year. He's doing this year. And I, I'm like, and it does surprise me. Like, honestly, it surprises me how, how good he's been. Um, so it just, it just says he's, you know, his trajectory is the right way. Well, I put him top 10 after the Helenka and I, I, you know, it was higher than other people, but I saw, <clears throat> I just, I saw so much potential there and he's, yeah. I mean, and, and he's, you know, he's producing to go along with it now. So, uh, I, I would be surprised if he doesn't end up being a top 10 guy. He It, it was interesting because I think he came out of the guys. Were, I don't think anybody had him first round, maybe going into the Holenka. Maybe they did. I, I'm not sure. Maybe late first round. After the Holenka, everybody's talking top 15 that, hey, this guy's got a chance to be top 15. And, uh, you know, he, he when he, we were out on the road, like he, everybody all of a sudden, his stock's just going up because they're looking at this guy and going hold. And it, like he can play against the other teams, nineteen and twenty year olds. Like they're big centermen. Like he, it's not an issue for him at all. Like, um, like he just, it's not an issue. So, it, it's, it's, it, he's a big guy, and he's got like he's really physically developed, and he's powerful. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Basha, um, another guy that I think, I don't think was on the radar as a first round possibility going into the into the year, even though he did put up good numbers last year just because he's not you know everyone likes the six one plus guy but uh i mean he just keeps he he just uh makes plays you know he's always making plays and uh what uh what what is your thought do you think at the end of the day that he's going to be a first round guy too he's interesting too because he he really was like he had a really good summer training both him and had great summer so they come back different players than they were last year. So you're not going to, you won't really know on him. I don't think until, you know, after Christmas where he, where he's going to go. Um, his quick though, he's really quick. Like he sometimes jumping in holes and doing things like he, he's pretty smooth. Um, like even today he made a play in practice. I go, Oh, that's a, 
like he went by D-Man, he just poked it through the triangle and he was gone. Um, he, he's just, he's got another part of his game. Um, but that's how, when you talk first round players, you're talking to such an elite group. Like you're talking about guys all over the world and that's a, yeah, that's a pretty elite group. So, um, you know, but he's, uh, he, he's been, he's been impressive, like really impressive. Yeah. Now it's, uh, I don't know if you, um, you were expecting to be as good as you were this year, considering, you know, that these guys are like your top guys are, are so young, uh, yeah. you know, leading scorers. But um, I mean, that you could, the next three years, you could contend, like you, you can be a contender for the next three years, can't you? Well, we could, but those guys might be too good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a problem. They well, are, they're they're pretty good hockey players, eh? and and you know they get, but if they're around for a while, we 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 would have a really strong group. Well, well sure. I don't I don't think uh, the NHL will give McKenna exceptional status. <laughs> and, uh, no, I, and he's but a great, he got him two more years at least. Yeah, you know? yeah and he's going to be outstanding. Like he's yeah. going to be so good, and and we do have some other really good players around him too. Like we got. You know, we got three or four guys that will get looked at in the draft as well. Um, so there's a really good core group around him uh, moving forward. Yeah. I mean, uh, WHL has a Memorial yeah. Cup in 06, right? Yeah, a couple of years, yeah. Uh, I mean, if Lindstrom's, you know, if he doesn't make the NHL uh, at 19, if Basha, I mean, unfortunately, he's a late birthday, so the odds are. But, I mean, if you guys get – do you know if Medicine Hat's uh, considering putting in a bid? Oh, I don't know if they will or not. Uh, I know there's talk out here of that. Um, you know, but that's the problem. There's so many ifs when you start doing that. Like, and you – you know, you 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 look ahead, and, and it yeah. all depends, you know, who drafts players, what they need at the time, what they think is the best for their development. Um, so there's so many unknowns, um, but it, it, you know, I, I think the good thing though for us is we have a good group. So when players are here, they're going to develop, like they're not, it really helps having lots of good players around you because they push you to get better. Like if you're, if you're real good and there's no one around to push you, it's, it's easy to kind of stay where you're at, but we have a group that's, that's going to keep pushing each other, which I, I think we're really lucky to have. Yeah. Well, I mean, you, you're going to have Ruck and McKenna for sure for two more yeah. years. Yeah. So you're going to have a good team in two years. Now, when, yeah, when, yeah, we have some good guys out of the you know, U.S. kids, too. I don't yeah. know if they come our way or not, but there's some really good players that, you know, if they mm -hmm. if our team's doing well and they think it's a right fit, um, you know, they could be good for us as well. Like they, like and really good players like. Carol's out of the States. He's a good player, Davidson. Like those guys are all really quality players. And do we get them? I don't have any idea if we get them or not. But there's just a good group that we have to attract from. Sounds like the GM of Medicine Hat's a pretty sharp fella. <laughs> uh, probably that scout, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bobby Fox does do a good job for us. So it's, it, yeah, it's right. really good to, to get yeah. there. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, uh, when when do you bid? When do you put in bids for 06, do you know? Oh, I think they're probably going in now. I think you probably have another three months or so to, to get stuff in. Um, but, it, you know, it's it, Medicine Hat has such a great history. The Mazers have done such a great job here. And, and uh, 
you know, you look at our walls, all the people that have been there and gum and gone through, it's, it's a pretty special place. Uh, so, uh, you know, it'd be, it'd be kind of neat if, if that happened, but there's going to be other teams bidding too. There'll be lots of teams bidding on it. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, I, uh, looks like we lost Shane. He's, I guess he's sick again. Yeah, um, had, had enough of us, sick of us, maybe. <laughs> That's a sick podcast for you. Uh, I won't take too much more of your time, obviously, but, um, do you mind if I ask you about a few other draft eligible guys that? Uh, well, you yeah, you can. I don't know how much I'll know. I don't, okay, okay. I'm pretty good on our team. I'm not so good with other guys. Uh, well, I noticed uh, you you were talking about um, being um, uh, uh, Caden having that physical uh, side to him, yeah. and I noticed uh, early on he had a little bit of a brush up with Yakumchuk. Yeah, um, he's. Uh, I mean, there there were some maybe some concerns with his skating going into the year a bit. Uh, that was what he probably had to work on, but he's uh, he's pretty dominant uh, defenseman out there for his age group, isn't he? He is. And he's another guy that's kind of come out of nowhere that, that wasn't, you know, two years ago, you didn't talk about him an awful lot. Uh, so it's the same. I, I like to see guys that are moving like are really climbing. I, yeah. You know, like guys that are plateaued, that's one thing. But these guys aren't. And he He's a guy, too, that's really getting better every game. Like, he's more of a factor every game. Um, so, yeah, he's, he, he'll be he'll be a good pick as well. Yeah. Um, now, you played uh, – have you played against – you played against Prince George, right? Yeah. Uh, that that Parasac kid is just uh, – <laughs> he's been lighting it up. I mean – you talk about a kid coming out of nowhere. Uh, he just, uh, he's a player. Like it, it, it's interesting because I watched him last year uh, by U18s. And he was good. He, he was always a factor. Like, he was good. But he, he, he wasn't a guy that you would ever think would do that. You thought, well, he'll play in the league, maybe a top three line guy. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but, he, but he also is playing with some really good hockey players, too. And that's not taking anything away from him. Like he, you don't put up the numbers he's putting up without being a really good player. And he does have a nose for the net. Like he's, he, he, he can attack for sure. I've been really impressed by Becker this year. Do you think that maybe as a, an 04 that you don't see many get drafted, but do you think there's a possibility that a team's look at him? I, I you, you, it's hard to tell with teams, but I, I always think some guys develop a little later. And I always think you should, you know, if they're moving that way and getting better, why not go with them? Um, you know, there's some really quality guys in our league. Like, you know, the guys that turn out late to be players. And, um, uh, yeah, you know, like it's – they're pretty good. Like we had Dorsett here that was a guy that went – I don't – he didn't get drafted 17. He, like he, 17 Dorsett wasn't even playing – he just finally made triple A midget at 17. Like he didn't make it at 16. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And didn't come into our league till he was 18. So I right. got drafted at 19. So anyways, there's guys for sure that develop late. And uh, I think teams are, you know, are smart when they can pick, get one of those picks. And last year it was Kate in Kelowna, Carson Golder. Yeah. Just like he just, you know, when he got traded or whatever, just like the trajectory, he was one of the best players in the league. And you just, yeah. you know, you hope that, uh, the, like you say, it's a different development curve for, for every kid, right? You don't always yeah. know. No, um, some, some 
a little later. Yeah. Uh, uh, Jerome's a young lad there playing. Uh, he's, uh, he, he's, uh, he's looking good. Hey, eh? now that he's getting a, a full <laughs> opportunity on a, on Kelowna. Yeah, for sure. Like we, we saw him, we only see him once. So I didn't get a, a good look at him, but his numbers are unbelievable. Um, certainly has a nose for the net. Like he, you know, like the Jerome is one of my favorite players. Like he played oh. so hard. He, he, he did so many great things. Um, yeah. And both his both his sons are good players. He's got a younger brother too that's a really good player. So they'll yeah. both be successful for sure. The way they play. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I guess you haven't played against Catton uh, this year, but he's uh, he's pretty highly regarded for this draft class. You've seen him. Yeah, I saw him at the you know at the Holenka too. He was there. Like there there's a, there's a pretty good group out of that that all kind of played out in that CSSHL for a while. Um, but he, he's, he's a good player, um, you know, certainly all around skill and everything. He's, he's, he's elite. Yeah. Yeah. So he'll be, he'll, he's an elite player for sure. The, um, the crossover scouts, uh, like a lot of scouts, NHL scouts live in the Eastern part yeah. of uh, Canada and, and Eastern United States. Uh, a lot of them aren't getting over because there's a lot of, you know, they're, a lot of them are in uh, Europe right now. There's, you know, a U20 going on, U17, U18 tournament coming up. Then there's the World Junior Challenge. Then there's the the, the World Juniors. A lot of them aren't going to get to uh, out west for the first time till it, January. You're gonna, your rinks are gonna be packed. Uh, <laughs> with they are, but it's so nice. Like, but that's ah. that's one of the best things for the rest of the team. Because it doesn't matter who they come in to see, you have a chance every night to, right, to show who you are and what you can do. So it's yeah. really great for the rest of our guys. But yeah, we there's lots of nights like we'll have 50 or so scouts at a game when when we come in because we got two guys this year, so that makes a difference. Yeah, and, and we have and we have more than that. We have other guys too that they're watching. But if we have two guys that are maybe potential first round guys that they're they're looking at for sure. Yeah, it's. Uh... No, it's um, that's right. Like the the scouts get in to to look at certain guys, and then other you know, it, it gives the other guys a chance to uh, to be seen as well. What yeah. uh, Colton Roberts is a guy that I was a little surprised he wasn't at the Holenka. Yeah. Uh, sure, what that you know why exactly? But I I've been fairly impressed with him. I know you played against Vancouver. Uh, you have any thoughts on him? Yeah, it, it, one game's hard. We had a pretty good yeah. game out there that night, so you can't okay. really judge off that. Um, but the one numbers don't lie. Like you, you know, guys put up pretty good numbers. They're pretty good players. Like they, you, you know, it just doesn't happen by itself. So pretty yeah. good. Yeah, sure. So. And Josephson's a, a, a good all-around uh, yeah. player, right? Yeah, he's 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 built like a pro. He's a pro. Yeah. yeah so he's pretty yeah he's pretty good really. yeah yeah well i mean in in the chl this year it's uh the whl is the uh has got the cream of the crop like i think there could be you know anywhere uh up to eight eight to ten guys picked in the first round so you're gonna your your, your old barn's gonna be full of the guys in the black coats uh, i could say from january <laughs> on yeah, it's good to see though. It's real. It's so good for young guys when they 
they get to, a chance to show what they can do, eh? Because they all want it. Like they all want it. It's it's just yeah. kind of neat that they have the opportunity. So, um, you know, because because if you don't get looked at, it's hard for a scout to go to bat for you to bring to camp even. Like guys that don't get picked, like your older guys. But if they're in watch and then they have a pretty good handle on you and, and they can vouch for you, if, you know, if somebody's asking, well, should we bring this guy to camp? And it's like, yeah, this guy would be a good invite. So it helps everybody. Excellent. Yeah. Thanks for showing up uh, okay. at, the end, at the end there, Shane. Um, <laughs> That's it. That's it. Sorry about that. I, I know I know. I said I'd only keep you about 15 minutes, but the more digging I was doing, I said, holy jeez, you've you got you've got a promising, uh, you know, group of players. You're going to have scouts in your building uh, steady over the next three years. So it, it, yeah. it must be an exciting time for you, and I wish you all, all the best uh, over the next two or three years. Okay, guys, thanks. Get better. Thank you, Willie. Okay. Sounds good. <laughs> See you guys. Have a good one. Thanks, bye, -bye. bye. All right, Willie Desjardins, head coach and GM of the Medicine Hat Tigers. Um, all the technical issues are fixed now. We're good to go, Grant. <laughs> There's no need to worry. Oh. Uh, but that was that was really, really good stuff from, from Willie there. Obviously, lots of interesting players on his team right now and coming, as you mentioned, right? Um, so I think that that's a team that people should really keep an eye on for this year and many, many years. Um, all right, so let's let's do it. Habs prospect of the week. I think everybody who's been following Habs prospect can can pretty much guess who this is going to be. Uh, Lane Hudson. Let's look at some footage. Honorable mention goes to Philip Massar, obviously coming back yeah. to the OHL and Very having nice. the. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, how many? Uh, College defensemen get hat tricks in a game, right? And uh, that's what Lane did. So, and against North Dakota, right? The mm -hmm. uh, third ranked team, <laughs> third ranked team in college, and he he gets all three of his team's goals, which is uh, oh, that was overtime where he kind of uh, him and uh, Tuck actually sort of got beat on that, but so it wasn't completely great, but. Uh, he, um, I mean, it's just amazing what what he's uh, what he's able to do at the college level. Um, he has, uh, I think he can take that off there, guys. He has um, six goals in seven games, right? And I was looking at it. Uh, he's uh, he's on pace. Now, I mean, they only he only misses maybe two games at the world juniors because they take a break in college too at christmas okay. time from december on last year he played 39 games uh he missed a couple with injury this year so i was looking at the schedule and he's probably going to play 35 around 35 games depending on how far they go in the frozen four but he's averaging 0.86 goals per game and uh at that pace, he might score 30 goals. Now, I started looking back at, uh, you know, geez, I don't think too many college defensemen have scored 30 goals, right? So I start looking. In the last 20 years, the top two defensemen uh, were Justin Schultz scored 17 and Luke Hughes scored 17. Um, 
I mean, Lane could break that by February. Oh, he's going. Uh, the all-time, I went back as far as 65, 66, and uh, fell at BC, Boston College. 66, 67, he scored 32 goals. Paul Hurley. What? Um, now, uh, Rob Blake scored 23. I mean, that was back in the 80s. Uh, Tom Pricing, who played a bit for uh, San Jose, he scored 23 in uh, 03 04. So the last guy to score 20 goals on defense was 20 years ago, the Tom Pricing. The, um, the BU record is uh, Chris O'Sullivan, who scored 23 in 1994 95. So that's, I'm going to send him a text saying, if you're one, in case you're wondering there, Lane. 23, Chris O'Sullivan, that's your mark. That's who you ah, that's it. That's who you have to uh, beat there uh, for the club oh. record. So, uh, I mean, I'd be at this point, I'd be surprised if he didn't score more than 17 goals, but we'll see. I mean, he'll slow down pro- uh, theoretically, but uh, um, four goals against North Dakota on the weekend, third-ranked team, defenseman, uh, you, you know. There's your prospect of the week again. My you know? goodness. Yeah, yeah, that's it again is the key word here because we've talked about him a bunch. And guess what? We're going to talk about him again. There's no doubt. Like, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but he is on a better trajectory than Adam Fox he is currently. Like, Oh, yeah. We're, we're talking about an elite top five defenseman in the NHL. The Habs got this kid at 62. Are you kidding me? <laughs> highway robbery and and you know it's funny I, it was eric angles who said it on the sick <laughs> podcast with tony marinero go check it out if you haven't i'm sure you have um he said that the best player that he thinks the best player from that draft the habs did draft but they didn't draft him first overall they drafted him 62nd so <laughs> it's it's insane like the 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 possibility that the ceiling of this player is is making every Habs fan salivate. Uh, I think we're, I think every hockey fan is just excited to see more of him, uh, to see such a dynamic defenseman. Uh, it's, it's, it's beautiful to see. Uh, I think everybody's loving it. Um, okay, riser of the week. Now, Anthony Romani, talk to us about him. Yeah, he's a, <clears throat> he's a guy that went undrafted last year. Now, it's an interesting story. He's uh, number 15 here uh, on North Bay. But he caught my eye last uh, last spring. Um, and I had him in my in my top 120. I do a 120 and then I do honorable mentions. Mm-hmm. Uh, I might do more this year because I've already got 110 names. Um, wow. But he, uh, um, he's, he's got really good offensive skills, really good smarts, decent size. Uh, he got stuck behind uh, a lot of veterans last year in North Bay. North Bay had a had a pretty veteran uh, forward group last year, and he didn't really get uh, a lot of top six time. But um, it's funny, I talked – all of my scouting friends, you know, there's sometimes there's guys that you're watching and uh, you're not really getting backing. 
and he he was a kid who I'd send uh, I'd send my rankings to uh, all of my uh, NHL scouting uh, connections, and I'd ask him, you know, what guys, which guys would you take out of here? You know, I've got a couple more guys I want to add to the top one twenty. Who would you take out? And I to a man, they said Romani. Um, I think in part because they probably didn't see it North Bay a heck of a lot, you know. Uh, they didn't have a lot of draft eligible guys last year and maybe didn't uh, key on them because earlier he, he is a guy that, that came on as the year went along. And I called his coach, it was funny, and um, and he prayed, you know, he said, Yeah, I, I. I think he should be drafted, and I think you watch next year, he'll have a breakout. He'll break out, and um, sure as heck, that's what he's done. You know, in his going back to last year, in his last twenty-four games, he has seventeen goals and eighteen assists, um, which basically is a pace for, over a season of fifty goals and hundred points. Um, there's going to be a lot of kids that were drafted last year that aren't going to get hundred points in the ohl so uh, like kobe barlow it alone is you know he's probably on pace for about 60 this year and he went top 20 last year uh this kid's out playing him at this point so you know you have to when you weigh him up against kids that were drafted last year that are in his age group he's out playing uh, just about all of them so uh it's funny i i mentioned to uh asked a scout the other day so who who'd be a riser for you and he said uh, romani oh guy that uh you know guy that you said i should take off my list last year <laughs> i was stubborn though i kept him i put him in honorable mentions so he did make recruits draft rankings last year as a fifth round as a fifth round guy and this year it's not going to be an honorable mention he's uh yeah. Unless you know, unless he goes stone cold the rest of the way, I've got him. Uh, I've got him in my fourth round now, and if he keeps playing like he's playing, he'll he'll uh, he'll rise the ranks up, up into the top three rounds. There you go, Anthony Romani, rising up the rankings. Uh, a name to keep an eye on. Now, prospect of the week belongs to Jet Luchenko. Great name, by the way. That's destined for stardom, right there. I asked uh, Niello to uh, play. Um, I mean, we're boomers, right? I asked him. <laughs> I, I called him up and said, "Did you have uh, Band on the Run, the album?" He said, of course. I said, well, play the intro to Jet. You know, the song Jet, because it would have been just great. And he said, "No nah, copyright issues with YouTube. You can't do yeah. it." So, um, he's uh, super skilled. This kid, just number seven there. Um, he's playing setter with uh with guelph uh with look at that eh? sweet hands he's got great vision and just excellent hands um he uh he got uh, 11 points in his last six games now that goes back more than a week but typically look at that one that one was just yeah. amazing the hands on him um he's got top He's got first round skill. Now he's undersized, so that'll you know that'll hurt him on draft day. Now now check this out. Mm. Vision. I love his vision. He's uh 
he's one of the elite playmakers in this draft class. And um, he uh, he's he's impressing scouts, and he's, he's really impressing me. I'm reminded a little bit of Luke Evangelista a couple of years ago, undersized uh, forward for uh, London, who just kept slowly rising up the rankings as the uh, as it went along. I mean, he could easily could have swapped those two guys, one as a riser of the week and one as prospect of the week. Good, you know. I mean, if you're the prospect of the week, you're probably a riser, right? And he, he's yeah. both. And it, it's the same with Romani, right? I mean, you could, you know, you could have had it one way or the other. But uh, um, with Poitras making Boston, they had a they had a top two center spot available, and he's grabbed the bull by the horns and is uh, he's uh, you, you you want to see NHL skill in these kids. And um, he's got it, definitely. So um, apparently he's pretty slight, like he's, he's, he's got weight to put on too. And that can be a good thing. Uh, if the scouts say, well, it's a- you know, if he adds 15 pounds, uh, he's only going to be that much better and that much quicker and stronger. Um, and sometimes that can go to your benefit on draft day. So um I have a feeling that uh, he's going to end up moving into the top two rounds of uh, a lot of scouts' rankings uh, very soon. Um, I'm, I mean, a month ago, I didn't have him. He wasn't anywhere near my, you know, wasn't anywhere near my rankings, my top hundred rankings, and now he's solidly right in the middle and and just climbing, just keeps climbing. So. Uh, Prospect of the week, rise of the week, you, whatever you want to call it. You know, mm-hmm. both those guys impressed with both. And, uh, you know, it just, I keep seeing more and more kids that, that I'm impressed with. So I, I've had scouts tell me that they don't think it's a, it's a deep draft. And I, uh, you know, I mean, having seen a lot of Europe, having watched the WHL a lot, uh, I think it's, these are Eastern scouts that haven't been, out, out west and having you know they're just getting out to europe and i think they're going to change their tune on that as as it goes along because uh i'm i'm seeing a lot of kids that i like and then that includes undrafted kids so i'm excited about this draft class there you go i mean when prospect of the week is projected to be in the second round you know that's a good indication of how deep it is like when, yeah. when you have that kind of performance coming out of a second rounder hello um yeah definitely something to keep an eye on uh that'll about do it for this week we thank obviously willie desjardins for taking the time to chat with us very insightful very fun uh lots of good conversation there i missed a bit of it but i'll (laughs) rewatch after we're done um as always you know you you got to check out recruits.ca right grant's going to come up with rankings throughout the season and then finally when draft time comes you want his whole list because usually pretty damn close to being right or he is right so go check out recruits.ca if you want habs coverage draft coverage or habs and draft coverage the whole thing's there for dirt cheap go check it out Uh, as always we thank you for tuning in for supporting commenting liking it helps the algorithm it helps us and if you want to see something right if there's a topic you'd like us to talk about leave it in the comments we take a look at every comment we will discuss me and grant and we might just talk about it so Uh, Feel free to do that. 
And uh, Grant, I hope you feel better uh, for next week because we're back again Wednesday. We never miss. We are so consistent. So uh, thank you all for watching, and I will see you all next week. I'm here. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the Sick Podcast Recruits Draftcast on YouTube, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts.